Hi there, this is Alyssa from Unbusy, where I teach you how to simplify your home, create routines that work for you, and up-level your work-from-home mindset. You're in for a treat today because this is actually a live coaching call. Ashley is a homeschooling mom of four children, and she's also got a business. On this call, we're going to map out a plan for her to find time to work on a consistent basis, even with a five-month-old in the house. And if you want a call just like this, but tailored to you and your problems, fill out the quick application below to get started working with me, because I want you to be an amazing work-at-home mom and actually be able to get everything done. So let's make sure you truly love your work-at-home mom life. So hi, Ashley. Welcome Yay. to the show. Hi, Alyssa. Give me the two-minute brain dump version on your finding time to work issues. Okay. So as you said, I have a five-month-old um, and he's not quite on a schedule right now. And so that is a pretty big challenge for us. And then I also homeschool my three other children. So they are 13, 10, and 6. My 13-year-old is pretty independent. My 10-year-old is partially independent. And then my six-year-old needs me a lot for lessons. Um, my husband works outside of the home and he works really long hours. So I am taking care of the children and the home, the cooking and cleaning and errands and things of that nature, um, mostly. And then... I think that pretty much sums it up. So I'm just busy with regular homemaking, caretaking, kid raising and homeschooling things and nursing a baby. Um, and I'm, it feels like a puzzle. I do not know where to find consistent time in my day because I will have like that magic hour that I realize, oh my goodness, everyone in the house is quiet. I can do focused work. And so that's great. But then when I try to plan it, it almost feels like it never works. So that's where I am. Great brain dump. Okay. I'm going <laughs> to sidetrack just a little bit from the work okay. time to the homeschooling, since obviously that is a huge part of your day. Do you have consistent hours you're homeschooling during the day? And if so, what are those? Semi-consistent. We wait until the baby is asleep for his first nap around 9.30 or 10. Um, we do about a half hour of together time, and then the kids have chores in the morning, like our animal chores and things like that, um, their own rooms and hygiene routines. Uh, then as soon as the baby goes down, we start lessons with mom. We will break for lunch, and we have about an hour, maybe two more, Um so really total of sit down work, it's like three hours max. And then we also have a quiet time in the afternoon. And again, for that, I've been waiting for the baby. So sometimes he naps at 1.30, sometimes he naps at 3.30. And our quiet time just starts then so that I actually have quiet time from everyone. Yes. And is that homeschooling time, quiet time, or is that your mom break? Quite. That is my mom break. Okay. And then everybody is on their own. They're all in separate rooms having, yes. yeah, quiet okay. plays or reading. All right. So the rest of your homeschooling time is fitting in the post first nap. Correct. Okay. And post lunch. Okay. And do you feel like that's working well for you? You're happy with that? Or is that also something you would like to tweak and balance in, in addition to the work time? 
It's taken me a little while to get here, and I feel like this is the best that it's been since we welcomed the newborn. Um, so, yeah, I think it, it's it's good. Yeah, I do feel good about it. I should also mention that we are outside of the home for homeschool one day a week, mm -hmm. and then we host a class on a second day, um, and that is during those hours post baby's nap and post lunch as well. So that's, I consider that school time and that fits within yes. those hours. Okay, great. Just want to be sure on that part. Thanks. All right. And then how is life with the five month old? You feel like that's pretty good routine or you're wishing for a little more help so that you can do some stuff around the house with him or- Oh my God. He is a joy and it is so challenging. So I'm actually on my third day today of having only four hours of sleep at night. Oh, And wow. yeah, so that's really tough to, it's tough to just do the basic what I need to do. Yes. Um, and then thinking about my business is like an afterthought at this point. Um, but that's a combination of my own insomnia and anxiety issues than with him waking up to nurse at night. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's our biggest challenge. And then I do, I would like to get him on a better sleeping schedule. Um, so that's tough. Okay. Yes. Lack of sleep just shoots everything. You have no energy. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. Okay. And then on the work hours, you mentioned every once in a while you get the quiet time. Every once in a while, is this happening like once a week, once a month? Like what's the frequency here? So I always get one to two hours while my kids are doing their quiet time in the afternoon. But sometimes that goes to household management mm -hmm. things. So for actual work right now, once or twice a week. Okay. And then I will also say that I do tend to squeeze in little bits of work time here and there. That's what I've been doing, but that drives me crazy. Yes. <laughs> okay. So what I hear you saying is, You've got a routine that works pretty well, apart from lack of sleep, mm -hmm. of course, which productivity stuff can't really fix <laughs> other than <laughs> yeah. brain dumping things at night before you go to bed, possibly, maybe. Um, and you really need more work time. Homeschooling is going pretty well. Household mm -hmm. stuff's going pretty well. And that is all a major accomplishment and achievement when you've got three kids mm -hmm. in a homeschool Thanks. and a baby that young, like and a husband who's working long hours. So you are doing really, really well for this stage. Thank you. <laughs> well, it's true. So it's also really great that you've got some independent workers in the homeschool, because if you hadn't mentioned that, I was going to suggest that since that is absolutely okay. what I do. And the afternoon quiet time for multiple hours, like you have yeah. so many things in place to support you that are working really well. Thank you. Um, would it help... If we moved your housework stuff out of nap time completely, so you had those couple hours of business time every day during the week, how do you think you'd feel about your work hours and the amount of time you were spending on your business if we could do that? 
I would be so happy. So happy. And I think that would be great. And that was, you know, I had hoped that that would be my business time. Mm -hmm. It just feels like if I, when I sit down at my computer, which is the same, you know, the office is, everything is all together in the office. And so it's like, I see these things that need to get done for the house. And I'm, I always prioritize that first. Um, not to say I don't ignore things sometimes, because at a certain point you just have to. But um, yeah, I'm not getting a really good balance. I'm just not making the time. Okay. Um, how is your morning time? So like while the kids are doing the chores, I'm guessing you're taking care of some of house stuff then, or is that mostly going toward baby care before you start homeschooling? So I take a little bit of time to wake up and because I'm not getting great sleep, I do sleep until the baby wakes up. So, or I try to lay down. Um, so that's like seven 30, maybe eight if I'm lucky. And then I'll wake up and kind of go around and do the chores that are on autopilot so that's laundry some dishes overseeing the kids chores um and I have my coffee and honestly it is like a slow time like I do need that time to wake up but I could probably put the baby to hang out with the siblings or somewhere near me in the office if I needed to because he's also in a great mood and happy to play on his own after sleeping near me all night. <laughs> yes. I found that was a really useful time with the okay. month old ones is okay. put them down to go squiggle and have that sipping yeah. time or, you know, playpen, whatever yeah. time. And then you go handle whatever extra, you know, prep supper, clean something. It, it really doesn't yes. take very long. Sometimes it's only, you know, a five minute or a 10 minute or a 17 minute. It never takes as long as we think. Right. But looking at the to-do list, you're like, oh, I've got all this important stuff to do. Yeah. And in reality, he's going to be totally fine. And this is his <laughs> good time. Like, he doesn't actually need to be held and bounced and everything just right now. He yes. will soon, yeah. but this is your golden window. Yeah. No, you're right. I think that's so right. I And I feel like I need to start the day, even though we've literally seen each other so many times through the night. So I don't know (laughs) why we need to start the day with like FaceTime um, and more snuggles. But I I do, I don't know why I didn't think of that. That that would be really helpful. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, Like you don't need to tell yourself you can't have snuggle time, but if the morning is when you really need to get the house stuff done, you know, see how many times he's in a good mood. I'm yeah. not sure. And give one of them for snuggle time and all the rest of the good mood times. That's when you're scuttling mm. around because yeah. I bet you can knock out your minimum required house stuff then. So, you know, kid chore time, um, chore time, okay. yeah. <laughs> you know, now yeah. we deal with the baby yeah. and the homeschooling. Right. Okay. Yeah. I think that would be so helpful. Yes. That's what I did at any rate. So okay. <laughs> much that works. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I love that you are in a very similar situation. And so I've learned a ton from listening to your podcast already. And I too am amazed that you are able to make time to run a business while homeschooling and running at home. So thank impressive. you. Yeah. yeah. Yes. With my fourth, that's, I leaned on the older kids to say right. he's in the good mood you know, 
you've taken care of your stuff, you know, one person go entertain him and, you know, switch off if you need to, so that I could feel like I could play mom, you know, clean a bathrooms, oversee someone cleaning the bathroom or yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then I didn't actually start the business till the baby was seven months old and sleeping well. So I haven't actually done it with a newborn. I know I just slept in a lot and that. So yeah, yeah. You are also doing amazing for trying to keep the business on top of all of that stuff. Thanks. So if we had, if we've now pushed off all of your house stuff to the morning when he's happy, is there anything else that would distract you from doing business tasks or does that pretty much take care of the distractions that you said you'd, oh, wait, house stuff and do that mm-hmm. first? Um, I don't think so. I, I feel like I would have to see if I could actually get everything done and I don't have a little bit of overflow for that time. So I feel like I would potentially be playing a little bit of catch up from the morning, but I haven't tried it yet at all. (laughs) So I don't know. Um, I don't know what that would be. Sure. Yeah. Like give yourself at least a week, maybe two. Okay. Um, The other thing I will lean on is in our household schedule, there is time between the baby's second nap and when I need to start supper prep. So if you can use that as your overflow time rather than quiet time, because it's really tempting to use quiet time, except that's the only business time. Right. You know, when they come out from quiet time, they're right. all going bonkers because they suddenly <laughs> are free from the room. Yeah. <laughs> so if you can say, no, wait, I know I didn't get to everything, but I'm going to be recharged after quiet and I still have a little bit of time before supper. I'm not sure how long it is for you guys. Um, Sometimes we have 30 minutes. Sometimes we've got an hour. That's Mm -hmm. also plenty of time to go play catch up. It's usually not a ton of stuff left on the to-do list. It's just those last, you know, one or two things. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think that would be a great time. I tend, I've been getting better about, preparing dinner earlier so I don't have that five o'clock culmination of everyone's hungry yes everyone's done with their day and I'm trying to and nothing's thought (laughs) yeah (laughs) totally totally so I think being very um, intentional and taking action toward actually starting dinner earlier in the day at lunchtime or breakfast Mm -hmm. um, I would have to do that and then I would feel good about really keeping that quiet time for work only. Yes. Cause I think that's the key. If you can say this is work time, I'm not allowed yeah. to do anything else, but yeah. at the same time, yeah. when you know that you can't work because there's something else really important, when we say, great, right. let's make time for you to get it done some other time, because that is right. also important to you. Right. Yes. Now, the third thing I was thinking was do you have a clear plan for what you're doing in the business so say you magically now have 10 hours a week instead Mm -hmm. of two do you know what you would want to do or do we need to work on some of that as well totally no okay (laughs) (laughs) um I and I think that's part of the problem when I come to sit down you know maybe the housework looks good to do instead of making Uh, a decision uh on what stuff to take in my business absolutely so um yeah I I realize that you know I want to keep my work hours to a minimum because I have so many other things that I enjoy and want to spend time on and and my responsibilities um 
And so I know that I have to be effective with that amount of time and I am not Mm -hmm. sadly. So yes, I do need to figure that out. Yes. Well, the trick here for what I found is do not do your planning of what should I do when you sit down for nap time. Okay. So I'm guessing you're probably already doing weekly planning or something like that. You have a rhythm for that in your personal life or your, for your homeschooling meal planning, something like that. Mm -hmm. It's, it's, um, not as like firm, Mm -hmm. um, as saying like every Sunday evening. Um, but I do take time. Mm -hmm. I make time for that. So see if this would work for your brain. Can you add on an additional planning section that is what business tasks I'm doing? If you don't like to do it once a week, then, you know, for the next three days, something like that. So you're handling, you know, the mm-hmm. house chores and, you know, food stuff or what lessons you're doing for the homeschool. And you're saying, and in this other portion of my day, since I wear all of these hats, right? you know, I'm doing these two things or these five things, depending on kind of roughly how long you think they'll take you. Yes, I do think that would work because when I am in like a productive mode of meal planning and scheduling, then I tend to want to look at work stuff too. Oh, great. I kind of like to see it all together. I'm very visual. And so I just write everything down and then organize it. So yes. So take advantage of the planning mood. Okay. And set everything (laughs) up. Yeah. Well, and then before you go on with that, um, one of the things I really struggle with is being in the mood to plan or work or Mm -hmm. um, do household work, whatever it is. And I tend to be really, really effective and fast and great and thorough when I am in the mood for something. And when I'm not, I just, I procrastinate and I drag my feet and it's just like, it's walking uphill on a sand dune. Um, Feels like I'm going nowhere. And so I vacillated between waiting for the mood to hit to when I know that then I'll just be so hyper-focused and I'll be able to like get a bunch of stuff done versus making a regular weekly time for it. Mm -hmm. So do you have a suggestion on that? And like, is it even possible to go by by moods? Yes. Okay. I have several. (laughs) Okay. Yay. (laughs) So you can just pick whichever one sounds like it'd work for you. Um, Thing number one, something that happened to me, I was going by mood for cleaning and I didn't want to clean, didn't want to clean, didn't want to clean. And then the mood struck and I was cleaning. The problem was that wasn't (laughs) happening nearly enough to keep up the sort of cleaning that I preferred to see. (laughs) Totally. What I found was I didn't want to have to make the decision every day. Am I cleaning those toilets or not? I wanted to completely ignore it and had the least amount of grr I have to, if I wasn't in cleaning mood. Right. So the hack for that one is you appoint ahead of time, only this day of the week is toilet day. And the rest of the time, if it's dirty, I don't care. I'm not dealing with it. Yeah. <laughs> or whatever your frequency is. So like yeah. if it's a once a week, you know, and if it's a Friday cleaning, then you go in there Wednesday and you're not going, oh, I don't know. Is that dirty enough? Should I do it? Oh, right. I don't really want to. I don't right. feel like it. You're like, nope, not doing it. And then every Friday, <laughs> yeah. you don't talk yourself into it. It is simply one of those morning chores while he's right. happy. Right. I'm cleaning toilets. Because I have energy. Oh, yes. Okay. I'm gonna try. I'm try to get, gonna try to convince Tuesday Ashley to clean the. Toilet. Okay. Yes. <laughs> so it could be simply decision fatigue. Now, yeah. another thing it could be. I don't know if you've noticed this ebbing and flowing. Like, is this a case of 
you slept well, it's okay. You did not sleep well. Everything's a chore. You procrastinate on everything. Could it be an energy issue? I think it's partially an energy issue. And I also could see it coordinating with my hormonal fluctuations, although I just haven't paid attention to it enough. It's Mm -hmm. kind of just come on my radar that I'm realizing, wow, I really have these like dips and valleys of focus and energy. Um, So I have not paid close enough attention. Um, Yeah. Mm -hmm. But definitely when I'm sleep deprived, like today, I'm like not doing anything. I'm doing the bare minimum. Mm -hmm. Which I would make into a whole schedule for yourself. I'm sleep deprived. You know, if this is happening a lot, this is what a sleep deprived household bare minimum looks like. So you can immediately yeah. shift into that mode and yeah. lower those expectations. You're like, okay, that's fine. Yeah. That's past. Can't do anything about last night. We can pray for a good sleep this tonight, but right now yeah. here's what I'm going to do. And maybe you're like, that means I'm allowed to skip bathroom cleaning once, but I have to clean it the second week, or you're going to mm-hmm. tell a kid to do it. And however they will or not, they do it. That is good enough. <laughs> you know, have an immediate, like this is bare minimum survival mode because okay. I am running on ridiculously low amounts of sleep. Yeah. And then you're not trying to convince yourself to do all this stuff. And you're like, oh, I don't really want to because no, right. you seriously do not have the energy. You don't right. have the brain power. It's crazy how the sleep just affects you. Yeah, it really does. Okay, that's such a great idea. Okay, sounds like you resonate better with that one than the, yeah. let's try to pick once a week to do it. Yeah, that, um, because, and it makes sense because based on different things we do, like the outside of the home, homeschool classes, we have a different schedule, but it doesn't throw off our regular school schedule because we've planned for, or we like know what to adjust for. So yeah, yes, I like this. I think that will really work. Yes. And the third thing you mentioned, the hormonal swings, you could try this or keep it in your back pocket is the cycle syncing stuff. Have you Mm -hmm. heard that? Yeah. I've only heard of it, but I don't know very much about it. Yeah. Well, I'm definitely not an expert myself, but menstrual phase, you don't really want to do anything. You're very likely to be in planning mode. You can see if that holds true for you. So if you are in planning mode, do more than a week's worth of, you know, homeschool lessons or, ooh, what might I want to work on next month in the business? Like get all kinds of things set up. And at the same time, you're letting yourself skip the heavy duty cleaning, the intensive recipes, not going in many places. You're giving yourself a break, but you're heavier on the planning, brainstorming, whatever. Um, Once you've switched, um, like, for me, it's closer to day 12 or so in the cycle, but I'm pretty regular with the 30-day cycle. So once you approach to the midpoint in ovulation, you'll start to get an idea which days, because it's usually a three to five day range is the high energy phase. So that's when you feel like going out and doing a bunch okay. of things business-wise. If you have meetings or things you need to be on video for, you'll probably feel energetic. It doesn't take much to get yourself psyched up to do something. Okay. And you will probably also feel really high energy in terms of any house cleaning, heavy duty stuff like, oh, organizing project. Yes. And you're just like two hours straight, (laughs) (laughs) you know, like you have the energy to go all day and go the second shift and stuff. So if you know you have stuff coming up, either business or housewise, like you're like, okay, that week, three of those days, I'm going to be in high energy mode. That project can wait till then. And so every month you have kind of a, what can I do in this month's high energy phase? Oh, didn't get Mm -hmm. that one done, ran out of energy. Okay, next month we're doing that. Right, right, okay. 
Yeah. Yeah. And then after that, they talk about getting into kind of checking off tasks, just cleaning up um, like a to-do list, smaller things. They're not ginormous projects. They're not high energy, but they're not, oh, I can do nothing except move Mm -hmm. things around on paper. So just the ordinary, okay, I can, you know, kind of the day-to-day life stuff. Yeah. That's been my experience so far. Interesting. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised because what you're describing with like totally having the energy and the enthusiasm to plan out very far in advance, I'll get that. Mm-hmm. And then some days it'll, it can be the same exact thing. And I'm like, ew, no, mm-hmm. <laughs> not, not touching it. Yeah. So. And then the key is being like, great, I'm in planning mood, amazing. This mm-hmm. is my work, is planning, instead of saying, but why can't I spend four hours cleaning? I was so high in energy last week. It's well, right, right. Yeah. We're women, <laughs> we've got hormones. So when right. that time period comes around, like, great, I get to do, you know, X, Y, Z. That's sort of like mom overtime mode, is what I've taken to calling it. Yes. When you want to do the overtime, it's not yes. a drain because you have so much energy, you have to get out, get it out before you go to bed. Right, right. Yep. And then the rest of the weeks, you don't beat yourself up for not being at that high because that is not the baseline. That's like your super marathon level and yeah. lower is the baseline. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. So you can try tracking a little bit and seeing if mm-hmm. the planning and high energy matches up for you. And if so, then... My business tasks for the menstrual phase are literally, you know, sit down and plan for the next month and plan in the house and all that kind of stuff because that's what I have energy for. Right. And so do you plan weekly or monthly or both on a regular basis? Um, not usually monthly, at least in terms of like meals and stuff. I will find mm-hmm. that whatever I chose four weeks ago doesn't sound good anymore. Now I can plan two weeks out. So I some I found that just for me, once a week felt like I was having to do it really regularly. And I'm not mm-hmm. actually that fond of planning. Every right. two weeks sounded fine. Mm-hmm. Everyone who said, oh, you don't like planning, do it in a, once a month. That felt like such a huge chore. And like I said, I didn't right. even like my choices by then. And so many, you know, like appointments come up and like the homeschool stuff, life changes too much. Mm -hmm. The schedule and the meals didn't match what I needed by then. Yeah. So I would just play around. Yeah. There's the once a month. I like the every two weeks. Some people like weekly. Maybe Mm -hmm. you do better every three days or every other day. Like the point is that you're regularly planning and it's happening, not Mm -hmm. I follow this person's system. Right, right. Yeah, I think you do a really good job of individualizing what's going to work for you and just going with it. I think I try often to fit into like somebody else's productivity box Mm -hmm. and having listened to you like, oh, so this thing is working for your family. So just do it that way. That makes more way more sense. I don't know why we always want to put ourselves in other people's boxes. I've tried so many people's productivity systems. Like you said, I never heard anyone try a two week method, but I don't know. It works for me. So I'm going to do it. But the thing is, I'm not going to tell you that you have two weeks. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Yeah. I'll have to see what works for me. Okay. Anything else coming up for you? Um... 
did you have any more to say on picking the tasks that were important? So we talked about pre-planning my work time. Um, is there, is there like a time that I should set aside that's a little less regular that I really make goals for a few months or a, you know, a quarter or a half of year for my business and then work based off of that? Like what is a good starting point in your opinion for deciding where to go and what next step to take? I do that based on what feels fun for me at least in this stage of my business, setting six-month goals. I think it's fun because I'm a goal setter, but okay. six months down the road, I'm like, uh, I'm just totally not doing that. Like that project <laughs> took two weeks, not two months. Or, oh, wait, yeah. I'm doing this. Like yeah. I can plan whatever I want. And it was just a piece of paper and it didn't actually have much bearing right. on the business. So right. if you find that you what you plan does tend to happen, great. Maybe it's working for you. And if you feel like it's simply you should do quarterly planning as a business owner, but you kind of shove it in a drawer and that's it. Well, then it sounds like a pointless exercise to me. The mm -hmm. meat of what's happening for you is probably that weekly, monthly, whatever, what are we getting done? What are we pushing yeah. out? You know, whatever client projects, yeah. podcast episodes, videos, whatever you're doing. Um, so for me, the quarterly thing is I'm still not entirely sure what business that's actually good for unless it's like when you're running a team with a ton of people totally. that you maybe have to. Right. When you're a solopreneur, to me, I'm like, I like planning, so it's kind of fun, but it was like a yes. pointless fun. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, I find that I just, I had, you know, so many good ideas and I would mm -hmm. love to plan them out. And realistically, I mean, maybe one of two of them were happening. Mm -hmm. um, but as you're saying that, I think what I'm realizing is going to work really well for me is to go by plan by season. So not necessarily sticking to like, okay, every month I plan for my business, but now it's November and it's the holidays. So I'm going to plan for that portion. And now it's spring and maybe this coordinates with the class that my kids are taking. So I'm going to plan that way. Summer will be different. Fall will be different. So I think that would work and just me allowing myself to be okay with the way that I work. Yes. I'm going for it. Yes. It's going to be important. Exactly. And you can even keep a document on your computer or whatever with all those great ideas you would love to get to. And then yeah. every season you're planning, you can flip through it and be like, okay, are any of these actually relevant for me right now? Mm -hmm. We don't have to delete and never get around to the good ideas. You know, God might be giving you all of them for a future time, mm -hmm. but you definitely don't need to put the pressure on, oh, shoot. Month one, I should be doing this. Month two, I should be doing this. Right. Month three, I should be doing this. Just so you can say that you, you know, crossed off all of them. Right, right. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, so another thing that I think about often is when I do come to work, um, I'm trying to decide for my business, should I be digging in deep to one thing or should I be slowly chipping away at like the general foundation? So my business, um, I'm an artist and I make artisan gift items. 
candles, um, stationary supplies, wood-burned items, kind of based, based off of what I'm feeling in the mood for, what I'm enjoying, like you said, um, and what the seasons are. And, and so I'm kind of wondering, like, do I just focus since I have so little time on the website? Do I go ahead and try to do a podcast? Do I work more on social media? I'm a little bit um, overwhelmed at all the different things to be doing for the business, not my actual work, but to be building the business. Yes. I was definitely all those things when I started mine. It took me 10 months before I felt like I had all the different pieces in place. Okay. So I would give you, give yourself the time and then how do you work better? Chipping away a little at everything or do you prefer the big project chunks? Okay, great. The website's knocked out. Now I'm going to handle this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd really have to think about that because when I'm in a high energy phase, I will go for it. And like, you know, I built my website in a day mm-hmm. um, because I felt like it and I was just obsessed with it and kept coming back to yes. it. Um, but then there's things that I've done little by little chipping away at, like building up inventory for mm-hmm. craft fairs, for example. Um, and so I would really have to think about what works better for me. Yeah. That might be a good exercise to do because that's not being a business expert. That's what I would, how I would start is you're going to make the most amount of progress by matching it to how you want to, mm-hmm. because if you really want a big project chunks, little by little is going to drive you crazy if you can't stand big project chunks because you'd really rather you know (laughs) a baseline of effort in multiple places that advice is going to drive you crazy you'll feel like you're dropping a ball and you didn't want to so yeah think through that a bit and then everyone the impression I get is like oh you have a business great you should have like these five dozen things all up and running at once. And you're like, yes. it takes time to get here. Yeah. And nobody Definitely. is talking about how long <laughs> it takes to get them there. Yeah. So if you're in yeah. that phase, like grace and peace and it will come together. It's just oh, hard in the moment because you you can see the entire workload. Right. But giving right. yourself months or seasons. And then when you mm-hmm. look back afterwards, yes, you'll see you've gotten there. Yeah. Okay. I I feel like when I look at it and I look at what I would like to be spending time on, um, I tend to, you know, I want to be there sooner than it's mm-hmm. actually going to take. Um, so that can be just a little disheartening sometimes. Um, yes. But I but I also have a little baby to hold and kids you to hang out with. Week, so so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, thank you so much for sharing all of this with yeah. us, Ashley. Letting our listeners see what it looks like to practically move forward into business when you've got babies and kids and homeschooling and all of that stuff. I think that yeah. would be such a gift for them. Oh, thanks. And I hope your new time blocking strategies of house stuff when he's happy so you get all of quiet time oh. to focus on your mm-hmm. business. I hope that really makes a huge difference for you. Thanks. I think it will. This is so many good um, tokens to walk away with to implement. So I appreciate it so much. You're welcome. And remember, if you want a call just like this, but tailored for you and your problems, fill out this quick application to get started working with me because I want you to be an amazing work at home mom, just like Ashley, and actually be able to get everything done that you need to for your family. So 
Let's make sure you truly love your mom life. That's all for now. Have a wonderful day.